DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. It's time now to talk baseball and World Series with the former Atlanta Brave, Dale Murphy. He joins us on the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. Dale, good morning. Good morning, DJ. Hey, PK, how are you doing? Good, Dale. Good to talk to you. Thanks for having me on. Uh, rough night for us Braves fans. <laughs> so, as you go back and replay this, is there anything you'd change? Is there anything you'd do different? Is there, okay, one pitch to Bellinger, you definitely changed that. I, I was curious about the way they handled the starting pitchers, or as PK called them, the opening pitchers. Not that PK developed that term solely on his own, obviously. But both <laughs> the starters were out by the fourth inning, and there's no real outcry to that. We all just accept that in a game seven when there are no days off in a playoff series. Yeah, it's uh, it's that theory in game seven that everybody's got a short leash, and uh, I think the I I I, I would have well in hindsight for the Dodgers, I would have started that. I I know their theory with what's his, I think his name is is Gonsolin. Yeah. Um, uh, they started May, and I was like. Mm, that's interesting. He gave up two runs, and they brought in um, Gonsolin and said, well, that was our, our theory was something about him going through the lineup twice. They didn't want him to do that, so they tried. So anyway, uh, I thought that was an interesting move because usually you go with your best pitcher and just try to shut him out as long as possible. So they spotted the Braves two runs, um, and uh, Ian Anderson, you know, he hadn't given up a run in the postseason, he is not only a rookie, but it just happened like six weeks ago or something like that. Got called up. I think maybe us Braves fans felt so confident in a young kid that, uh, you know, he pitched pretty well, but I think everybody is just kind of like really nervous, especially in game seven of everybody going through the lineup a couple times. So, you know, they got quick hooks. And uh, uh, I don't know, the, 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 the uh, Dodgers are – you know, I think you just got to admit they're a deeper, deeper, slightly better team. Uh, maybe, maybe a lot better, but they're just a really good team. And I did feel really confident though going into last night. I just felt good. You talked about Ian Anderson being 22. That's one of the things that has really impressed me throughout the playoffs, man. So many of these guys that you consider young pups doing well and getting the ball in these big-time situations. The Braves have got two or three guys that are under 25. You can throw in uh, Kyle Wright and Wilson, and you look at these pitchers that it just seems to me that they should need more experience, you know, maybe like a Charlie Morton who's, uh, I think, 36, 37. Yeah, I expect him to pitch well. How surprised are you able to, how surprised are you when you look at some of these kids that are so young being in these situations and looking like they're pretty doggone good? Well, they they are they they are really good. They are really young, and I think it's it's like I said, we just expect so much out of them because they they Max Fried, you know, is, was just incredible all year. Uh, didn't quite have his curveball in his last start against the Dodgers, and then they got Soroka, uh, you know, PK uh, coming back next year, who was a Cy Young candidate last yep. year. So they they got. Uh, Three to four, their their pitching is solid. Really, they got a really good solid team. 
Um, I think it's just expectations. And you bring up a guy like Charlie Morton, and uh, it's a great example. The, the, this is their first time going through this kind of a experience. Um, they're going to be back. I think we're all optimistic about that because they are so young. But, yeah, you just you expect so much out of them, and you just kind of got to take a step back and say, look, they took a great first step, and they've been in the, you know, they've, they've got a taste of it. And you're going to have some, maybe a few of these guys in a few years, you're going to look back and say they're pitching like a Charlie Morton. You know, they've got experience. They know how to control the nerves, uh, know what to do if your breaking ball isn't, you know, there that night. Their control will be just a little bit better. Everything will be better. And uh, I think as a as a fan now of the team, man, I just I had high such high expectations. I really – Really, last night I thought Ian Anderson would continue to do what he did, and uh, although he pitched well, you just you kind of kind of step back and say, "Man, he's just a kid. Just got called up. That's a, a lot to put on a kid." So you got these kids and all this youthful enthusiasm, but even though it's a big homer, popping your shoulder out. Come on, you're you're old school, Dale. You wouldn't have done that, right? That's right. That's that's exactly right. That's why we did that. We were afraid to get hurt. We were cautious that's why we didn't celebrate so much i always say there's a couple things that uh i wouldn't fit in too well in this generation i can't grow a beard and and they have too much fun but uh you know i love the enthusiasm and that but that was a weird it'll be interesting to see how bad that was with bellinger um it uh it's you know i think guys are jumping off the rail on on the by the dugout celebrating Someone's going <laughs> to turn an ankle. You know, I feel like uh, I feel like my mom and dad. You know, just hey, someone's going to you know get their eye poked out or something. When you if you play with that stick, every time I see him do something crazy, I'm like, you guys be careful and celebrate. But yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. Uh, but they have a lot of fun this generation, and I'm fine with it. I like it, but got to be careful. So I don't want to say I had a mediocre high school baseball career because that was probably be better. I'd be exaggerating. But I can honestly say the highlight of my high school baseball career is I grounded out in the state playoffs against the Braves pitching coach, Rick Kranitz. How about that? Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. He, he's done a good job. I, absolutely. Um and uh, that—that's uh, I. So that where was that was Southern California? You're a Dodgers guy, aren't you? No, that was in Phoenix. That was uh, in Phoenix. Oh, he went okay. to the, he went right. to the that's same right. high school as your teammate Bob Horner, Apollo High School. Oh, he did. He, he was a big flamethrower right. when I was growing up, and uh, I'm just sitting there minding my own business, and they called my name to go up and pinch hit. And I was just so happy that I made contact. You made contact. Nice going. Nice going. I didn't have to make that long walk back after a strike three. <laughs> oh, I was proud as a peacock, man. I actually put the bat on the ball. I, hey, it's I the same thing as a home run for me. <laughs> I know that feeling. Sometimes contact is a, is a step in the right direction. I want to ask you, what do you think about Mookie Betts, man? A couple of phenomenal defensive plays in right field. Really interesting. Uh, You know, you watch that replay of the one last night. I mean, he makes them all the time. But he is his, uh, um, you know, a lot of us as outfielders, you see a ball like that, you go, oh, it's going to be close, so I'm going to go back to the wall and 
and uh, and when you go back to the wall and you lose some momentum, you can't get as high. And as soon as Freddie hit that ball, you go back and watch that replay. He jogs. He's timing it um, from from contact. He's timing it and timed his leap and and had that momentum kind of gathered himself instead of jumping from a standstill. He he, uh, he you know it's like when you go to dunk dunk a basketball, you just don't sit there from a standstill and try and dunk it. You get a little run. I mean, I don't know. It's just incredible. I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Does this, you know, here's a good, really good team, and they add Mookie Betts. I mean, you know, uh, to have the optimism I had last night, maybe I should have checked myself because (laughs) this is a very, very good team, really well managed. You know, I think they broke some kind of record or something with two out RBIs. I mean, it's just uh, incredible. And then they add Mookie Betts, great leadoff hitter, and Gold Glove outfielder. But that play last night, you know, it, it almost gets to the point where it doesn't surprise you. So Dodgers or Rays, who you got? Well, I think it's easier for me as a Braves fan just getting beat by the Dodgers to, to, to like the Rays in this. But uh, uh, I, I do – I don't know. It's – um, I I really like the Rays uh, back end of the bullpen and a couple of their starters of the the back end of their bullpen is unreal and that's what a lot of uh, you know obviously a lot of playoff games will come down to the last three innings and who who you got out of the mound I I, I give the uh, Rays a little bit of advantage there um, I, I I don't know I'm now I'm I'm kind of waffling I. It's incredible that the uh, Dodgers have so many two-out RBIs. It's it, you know, it's one thing to get guys on; it's another thing to you know not have opportunities to score them, and then you do it with two outs so consistently, like they did. Uh, I I'd say uh, I I do like the Rays, kind of probably in seven, just barely. Yeah, I think I would go with the Rays, just barely, also too, because. They, uh, as Cash said, when he was having that uh, squabble with the Yankees in the regular season, I got a bunch of guys I can bring in who throw 95 and above, and it seems like they do. And then offensively, they just seem to come up with the time. Now, this uh, uh, timely hit, this uh, Rosarina kid has just been yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> and then they got yeah. guys like Zunino, Broussau, uh Choi. They, they just come up with a big homer exactly when they need to mar- put Margot in there. So I think the combination yeah. of their pitching with timely hitting would favor the Rays a little bit. Yeah, it, it would be a little bit. I mean, I agree with you. Um, the, uh, and, you know, you gotta you got to look at this Rays organization. No one comes to the game. they got a terrible ballpark. They talk about moving them somewhere. They talk about building a new ballpark. I, I mean, it's just incredible that organization always puts a competitive team out there. And uh, I think they have a little bit of the, the proverbial chip and lack of respect uh, uh, motivator going for them. I think, uh, I think they've, you know, they, they even some of the players said, hey, you don't know a lot of our guys, you know, names right now, but, you know, you're going to hear of them in postseason. It's kind of, you know, I think this is a, this is a great matchup. It's kind of like, Hollywood, you know, against a, a bunch of, uh, uh, I don't know what the metaphor would be, against a bunch of B, 
B actors. You got a bunch of guys that have won a lot of Oscars and a lot of really good actors that haven't got their. Uh, I don't know. That metaphor is going too far. I better stop there. But anyway, <laughs> I think it's going to be it's going to be a good series. So they went to 16 teams in the playoffs this year, and everybody gets, you know, with the 60-game season, okay, I see why you do that. That's fine. And they did end up with the team, uh, the Dodgers were six games better than everybody in the National League, and the Rays were four games better than everybody in the American League. They end up with the two best teams. Are you in favor of 16 teams going forward? It creates more revenue, so we know why they do it. Money, money, money. Or keep it to 10. They got a good thing going. Let's go back to the way it was. Well, it'll be interesting to see which things they keep. I think they're going to keep DH, which I, I think it's about time. Although, just as a side note, I love the idea of the modified DH. I don't think MLB's considering it, but I've, I've seen it on social media, where you get to keep your DH until your starting pitcher comes out. I think that would be a, a, a great a great thing, a, a kind of a compromise between the DH and at the end of the game, you're still going to have a lot of strategy, and your bench players and pinch hitters are going to have a much bigger role. Uh, in the American League with the DH all these years, bench players, uh, extra guys on the team who are so critical to your success just don't have much of a role. Um, so I think we're going to have DH. As far as the uh, amount of teams in the playoffs, uh, I'm, I'm fine with it. I think they went to best of three this year for the wild card game. I could be wrong on that. I think they did. No, you're right. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm fine. I, you know, I, I get it. Um, but you know, you know, a lot of the sports are going that way. Uh, have gone that way. I, I'm fine if they decide that. I don't have any, you know, no, no uh, um, big argument with that. I think uh, the cream does rise to the top in all sports, and and uh, you're going to see that uh, if you're going to add a couple teams, go to best two out of three because that usually will expose the uh, weaker wildcard team. I, I haven't liked the the one-game playoff with wildcard teams. Speaking of cream rising to the cro- top and all that, uh, what do you think is going through Clayton Kershaw's mind now? Um, you know, uh, <laughs> I think uh, – you know, it's amazing, uh, the, the amazing career that he has had. Uh, you know, I think he just, he, he's probably chomping at the bit to, you know, uh, get uh, opportunity in the World Series to kind of cement his legacy. And uh, uh, I know he's had some postseason uh, uh, challenges, uh, but, uh, you know, I would love to see him uh, – it's tough when you lose a little bit of your stuff and you get a little older and you can't, you know, quite sneak a fastball by him. And, and uh, you know, you can't sneak a fastball by anybody nowadays. So if you lose a couple miles per hour and a little bit there, I think uh, it's always a challenge. It's always, I think Chipper Jones said it best. When you get into the league, it's, it's way too fast uh, as a rookie, the speed of the game, and then you kind of settle in. Um, as a, as a, uh, a veteran, and then you get to the end of your career, and the game speeds back up, and it's a really really hard adjustment. I, I you know I, everybody loves Clayton Kershaw. I'd love to see him go out and uh, you know uh, get some scoreless innings in there for him and kind of cement what he's done for that organization. 
and maybe pull them after four or five innings since you're pulling other people <laughs> after one or three till they leave them out there in the sixth or seventh till he inevitably gives up two or three runs, and then the storyline is he gagged again. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it's been tough for him in postseason. Such a great guy, such a great uh, dodger for that organization. I mean, uh, I'd love to see him you know, have uh, some good outings here in the World Series. That'd be amazing. Yeah, how much pressure do you think is on the Dodgers in general because they've been here so many times and keep coming up short? Well, they've been there, and obviously their 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 payroll is is uh, they should be there. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think uh, y- you know uh, the the Braves take a lot of heat with winning all those division championships uh, and only winning one World Series in '95. But the thing about baseball, um, it's a weird. It really is a weird game. People don't like to hear about luck and things like that, but I think the perfect example is you can make a good pitch as a pitcher, break the guy's bat, you know, right where you want it. You want it inside on him. You want him, you you want to jam the hitter, and you can do that and give up the game-winning hit. I mean, it's a weird game. You don't have to hit the ball, you know, right on the nose and hit a grand slam home run. Sometimes all you got to do is is Oh, a good example. You know, I, everybody says it's a game of inches. Every every game is. But Nick Marquette just comes up with guys on second and third last night, and he hits a ground ball right at uh, um, uh, whoever he hit, uh, third baseman. I'm drawing Turner. a blank. Yeah, Turner. And, of course, with the base running issues, <laughs> it ends up to be in a double play. Now, that ball's five feet either way. They score two runs. And it ends up being a double play, which, which uh, you know, great play by Turner and questionable base running by the Braves. But it's just a weird game. You know, uh, he, 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 you don't have to – I don't know. I think that's it. You, you, you just you got to go into the series um, and get a few breaks and, uh, you know, compete. And the Dodgers are, you know, like I say, the, the Braves – take a lot of heat even now but baseball's weird you get into the games and and uh like i say you hate to say luck but sometimes you gotta be a little let's say fortunate and uh so the dodgers i'm sure want they have something to prove they want to you know uh go through the door this year Dale, I love the fact that you just said grand slam home run because i say that and pk makes fun of me but he didn't make fun of you because you're dale murphy but now I got you on my side. It's redundant, DJ. If it's a grand slam, of course it's a home run. I have heard that so many times. But in my head, from my youth, I've got announcers going, it's a grand slam, home run. You know, it's it stuck with me. I'm glad it stuck yeah, with you yeah, too, Dale. Yeah, it's okay to be redundant on good stuff. Thank you, Dale. I appreciate that. Take that, PK. I'm chastened. Well, Dale, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks yeah. for joining us, even though it uh, it all fell apart for your Braves. Sorry about that. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. There, they, you know, you hate to say it, uh, but the, there there is uh, the, the one thing is this team will definitely be back. They they got a great nucleus, and they're fun to watch. Dale Murphy, former Atlanta Brave, joining us right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.